Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. Sinistry time. <laughs> this is the first celebrity sinistry Space Court has ever done. So this is very exciting. And we have a very special guest with us. Hi, everyone. My name is Itai, and I'm so excited to be here. I'm so privileged to be invited to Space Court and to explore Britney's chart and my chart together. I'm just, my whole life, I was preparing for this moment. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no pressure, say, no pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord. Involves the comparison of two astrological charts to determine areas of strengths and challenges in a relationship. Sinistry is a valuable resource for people who want to examine their relationship with another person based on aspects between each person's birth charts. We invite you to join us on this voyage of exploration as we look at a synastry between multi-platinum, Grammy award-winning pop icon, Britney Spears, and one of her extremely enthusiastic fans, Itai. We would like to introduce you to astrology student, Rachel Villaverde. Cancer Sun, Cancer Moon, Gemini Rising. So we recently released an episode that went over Britney's chart and Astro Cult did that, which was, I think, very good. And it's it amazing. You, you guys were oh, so thanks, guys. like funny and awesome and the editing was so cool. Yeah, so it, was a, yeah. it was a really nice team effort. And I think Britney loves it, you know, whether it's in this dimension <laughs> or the next that she hears it. I know that there's love for it. So say if you want to revisit Britney's chart just a little bit and if there's anything you want to add to that i mean it's pretty fresh for the rest of us we would like to introduce you to astrologer say Pitton. cancer sun capricorn moon virgo rising i just noticed a couple things and it like took me by surprise the same way it did for astro cult like for example britney has saturn and pluto in her first house and whenever that happens that usually indicates like a very serious personality and like someone who may have like had to be like an adult from when she was a really young mm -hmm. child which mm -hmm. and i was watching um a video on youtube a, a little bit about her life and like her early life and like how she got to where she is today and I could see that like here is this young child who got pushed into like stardom and like celebrity life and she was like working a job from like when she was a kid you know Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's really tricky though for kids because it's also something they love you know I mean mm. I think you also see a lot in her 
you know, videos where she's like, I always wanted to be this. Like, you know, so it's this, I think, liminal space. You're in between what you love, but then yet it's in this industry that is super shady and corrupt and it's just nasty. I think it's a nasty industry, you know, for all of the beautiful things that it does create. There's so much greed and all of those terrible capitalistic things that kind of are bred in that arena. So, you know, I mean, it's tricky, you know, so as much as like we think she's forced, I think there was also a big part of her that wanted that, but I think didn't want all of the yeah, things. Yeah, but do you really know what you want when you're that young? I think you know what you enjoy, you know, and I think she enjoys dancing and I think she enjoyed probably attention. Like as a child, I think those two things are very natural. That's just kind of an innate part of, and well, not necessarily true. I think it depends on the child, right? There are certainly kids, they don't want any attention. They want to be left alone. They're super introverts, you know, mm-hmm. but I think for those that are kind of the dancer kind of performing kind, mm-hmm. attention kind of goes with that territory. Yeah. And she does have a moon in the fifth house. So. Creativity. Yeah. Yeah. And performing. Totally. Big center. We would like to introduce you to Britney Spears fanatic and astrology roast co-creator, Itai. Aries Sun, Virgo Moon, Aquarius Rising. Britney, in every interview, well, now they don't really talk about it anymore. But when she just started, then they would ask her, when did you know? And stuff like that. So she used to say all the time, I would perform on the table or, you know, like every star says, I would put my family on the couch and will force them watch my shows. Just like every model says, I eat whatever I want. And I used to be a tomboy. So Britney was one of the classic, I forced my family to watch my show. And her mom was like, I have to take her and make her dream come true so you can say it came from her i think wow yeah that's really interesting the other thing that i was like wow is that here she is this like libra rising venusian woman right like she has venus conjunct her south node and all that and then i also noticed that her venus is squared by her saturn i saw that We would like to introduce you to creator of Astro Occult, Catherine Diaz. Taurus Sun, Libra Moon, Aquarius Rising. I didn't talk about that in the thing, but yeah, that's a really tough placement. That's like super sad. It indicates like a lot of um, relationship trouble, right? Yeah. And stress and pressure to like be beautiful, but it it doesn't come easily. It's that square. So it's uneasy. And there's a lot of like effort that she has to put into it. Or like she feels like she has to put effort into being beauteous. Yeah. She has like literally a video from two weeks ago on Instagram where she says, I hate working out, but I have to do it. And then she's like saying exactly what she does. It's really spot on her struggle with beauty. Yes. And there's like a challenge for self-confidence too when your Venus is squared by Saturn. That feeling of like, oh, am I lovable? Like she's always like questioning, like trying to improve all the time because of that square. Because I only know her through her music videos and like in her music videos, she's so like natural and flowy and just like almost effortless, you know, but it's definitely a lot of work that she puts into it behind the scenes. Definitely. And also she is a Libra ascending and I feel like when she was really young, that's all she was. Totally. Um, Relatable, pretty cute and then 
I think if you didn't follow her and read things she wrote or watched interviews that didn't make it so big and you wouldn't know that she's like a weirdo. She has Aquarius moon. She's yes. like creative. She's funny. She does all these things that don't make it to, to the headlines. Mm. And then most people that for them, all she is is like a crazy Sagittarius with a liberal rising. And that's where it stops for them. Right. I think, I think the, the Venus Saturn thing too is also there's so much pain. Relationships are really rocky. You know, there's oh a lot of pain yes. and loneliness. It's hard to find the comfort in relationships. It's something Definitely. like you really have to work on. Yeah. But then it's also something that's really important to her. Like Venus in Capricorn for her and she really wants that eternal love, that serious relationship. She loves being married, like she wanted to be married. I feel like it's Kevin, struggle. Kevin and... Federline, that relationship. Oh my God. <laughs> I should not forget about that. <laughs> that's another sign. episode, guys. I'm keeping this on track. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well it's it's a tough experience just to even think about him <laughs> well, <laughs> have you looked at your pattern with her itai no i haven't well i did speaking of relationships and how important they are to britney why don't we take a little snapshot of itai's natal chart and then we can do the sinistry does that sound good yeah a quick little overview all right do you know your chart very well i know it there's still more for me to know, but I know <laughs> my personality really my Virgo moon. Oh, I, I know other, I, it's yeah, weird to be I, an Aries with a Virgo moon. It's contradictory. Yeah, weird is one way to put it. Also, a torture is another way that I can use sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's not natural. And the Aquarius rising, that doesn't really fit in either. That's also strange. Yeah, <laughs> and then I have a Pisces, like a Mercury Pisces. And a Grand Earth trine like Brittany. <gasps> Twin. Yay. Yeah. That's true. I also I also love to dance. When I was a kid, my dream job was um being a dancer in MTV, like in the video. That's what I wanted to do. This kind of sounds like sliding doors. Like you're almost a version of Britney that didn't go into the limelight. Is that true? Oh Let's look God. at the natal chart more. <laughs> but still lost lost his mind, but didn't do it through through <laughs> <laughs> a celebrity. Oh, you yeah. do have Venus and Taurus. That's nice. I know. Everyone says that I'm still waiting for my Venus in Taurus to like shine through in my life. You know, they always say they give great massages and stuff. <laughs> don't. <laughs> well, Venus and Taurus people are usually like really comfortable in their body and they're like, you know, very pleasure oriented. And yeah, I have that, but I'm on a journey with that. You have I'm a lot of herbs. I know I'm a, I'm a scam. I'm a scam of like Aquarius <laughs> rising and Aries sun that is yeah. actually like a, a pile of rocks. That's, that's <laughs> I love it. Well, Itai, did you know that you have a kite? No, what's that? Oh my God, it's like really significant. Like when I first pulled up your chart, that was the first thing I saw. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Whoa. What's a kite? Okay, well, it's like you, when they, the aspect shape of a, they make the shape of a kite. I mean, I see the kite. I know what a kite is. Yeah, so like there's the Grand Earth Trine, but then one of the points of the triangle is opposing something. So yes. you, my dear, are very special. This is like a very cool, kind of rare, very significant aspect formation. The kite formation is considered a major aspect configuration in an astrology chart. It includes a grand trine and an opposition from one of the points of the grand trine. 
the opposition will create challenges and opposing factors which can motivate the individual into action. The astrology kite formation represents an extraordinary opportunity for growth, creative change, and even a Neptunian type of total metamorphosis and transformation. So like on top of your grand earth trine, which means that you are a master builder, it also means, especially like whenever there is a transit on either point of the kite it's going to activate the kite aspect so in your case pluto which is at the top of your kite it's kind of like your power planet and it's interesting because pluto is already power in and of itself but it's going to get helped by the sextile formation to your neptune and moon and then it's going to get informed by the jupiter in taurus yeah What does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) It means that with the Grand Earth Trine, most likely you'll never really have, even if you run into problems with money, for example, or security, you're always going to be able to like magically pull that like lifesaver out of thin air. You're always going to be fine. And with the Grand Earth Trine, you're going to be really good at attracting things to you, especially of a material nature. So whether it be money or resources or shelter or whatever it is that you need, a car, you need clothes, if you need a computer. That's um, so interesting because no matter what practice, like if I go to tarot reading, to um, astrology, whatever it is, every time they say that like money is not an issue. And it's really interesting because I don't really have that money, but I am, my outlook is that I really never thinking about like I have to get money. Mm -hmm. So I think it might be like the actual perspective of not chasing or feeling like you need to have more. Mm. more i feel like that is also an interpretation mm. uh, at least one that That's i can cool. relate to yeah mm. but it's yeah it comes up it's a not lot. an issue it's not an issue because you have that perspective exactly even if i don't have that much of it i have enough to just be happy with what i have financially so i feel like it maybe that could be that kite well that's interesting because the grand trine is indicative of being comfortable with where you're at and especially because it's an earth earth it can be so still and so happy to be still and so just like content to be where you're at and that's why it's a master builder because you need that strong foundation to build up from like without that strong foundation you can't really like develop we've discovered Brittany has this too it's that like self contentment and even if you're not necessarily going after money you're like sort of happy like you're never really going to be devastated you're never ever going to be in a situation where you're going to be like zero access to resources or like anything that you need on a material level yeah I can relate to that you'll always be able to attract it don't they also say that like grand trines they're just so easy or i'm thinking of maybe sextiles and trines they're so no, easy. totally like natural totally. gifts that people don't even really like utilize the natural gift that it is they don't even realize that they have it with the kite i think that you actually do mm. you like it makes it so that you actually do you know make something of it you know as opposed to someone with a grand
brand trying. They don't even realize it because it's so natural and innate. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Oh my God. That's really cool. That's awesome. I love so that. So the kite gives it like that extra force. Yeah. Isn't the kite also um, like a gay slur? When, when you say about someone that they're a kite or something, or am I oh, really? making this up? Because that. that would fit too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious to know. I'll try, try to find information. Well, you know, the universe is funny. <laughs> it, is. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> yes. The best. Um, okay. Any, any other big thing besides the kite? Because I think we should get into the sinistry. Oh, yeah. You have an intercepted fourth and tenth house, and your tenth house is intercepted in the sign of Sagittarius. So it made me think like, oh, maybe like that's one of the reasons why you're so like attracted to her energy because she is like overflowing in this energy that is intercepted in your chart. And whenever we have an intercepted house it can be challenging to fully express that house the characteristics of that house and that sign can sort of present itself inappropriately it's a house that we don't fully grasp so it takes more effort to like embody it and when it's the 10th house which areas would you say it will affect your career, your position in society, how you present yourself to the public. That's super interesting because what I liked about Brittany my whole life was how free she always seemed to be. Oh, like, yeah. And I think especially, and we've spoken about it in my podcast like several times, so I'm sorry if I read myself, but I think a lot of gay kids, young gay men, are attracted to these divas, to these pop stars because... Mm. It's almost like when you are not able to express yourself, but you can listen and watch these videos and these, you know, women that are in my young eyes, like so liberated and free and, you know, does whatever she wants and sings about sex. And mm -hmm. it's almost like a little window to the possibilities of where you can go and what mm -hmm. you can be. So it is, it really goes hand in hand with what you said about that house in Sagittarius. Wow, there. that's so cool. Yeah. Um, let's pull up your synastry then. Um, I'll just say while you're pulling it up that gay as a kite is someone who is gay, hasn't come out yet, but everyone can see that they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Dictionary just... <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Um, okay, but your pattern with Brittany, you have past life karmic links. Ooh. I knew it. Are you familiar with the pattern app, Itai? I know it. I'm scared a little bit of it. I haven't gone into it in depth, but I have it on my phone and everything is like all the details are there. But <laughs> I, heard, I heard it so accurate sometimes and it's scary. So I'm like, I'm, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to know right now because right now I'm in like this bit of a shitty time. So I'm like, I don't want to know more than I know. <laughs> So I'm looking at your synastry chart right now and you and Brittany have a bang on like almost exact conjunction, your Mars and her Venus. Oh, that's like the best thing for a relationship. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's Did you know amazing. that? It's like pretty much an exact conjunction. Yep, oh yeah, it is. Mars. It's 25 degrees Capricorn. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. And they're both in earth signs. That's really like compatible. You totally have past life links and you would be very compatible in this life as well. 
So where do you see past lives? That's on the pattern app, but and, and they don't tell us. Chiron, uh, an indicator of past life stuff. Say you've said that before for a sinister. Saturn, Saturn um, too. Saturn and the South Node. Yeah, the South Node. Yeah. Uh, well, if it's from pattern, we don't even need to find out why. We can just see it as a fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like the pattern is kind of a cheat sheet, you know? Like if you can't actually read the chart, but yet you can yeah. still see it in the pattern, it's still skeptical. Definitely. Where is her north node and south node? Her north node is in Cancer, and her mm. south node is in Capricorn. Those are our nodes, Rachel. Yes, they are. Generational. Brittany, bitch. We get it. Nodes. Yep. Totally. <laughs> well, it's high. Other than your Venus-Mars bang-on conjunction, which is really cool, which means that you guys have a lot of physical attraction and chemistry. Dance floor. Yes. Oh my God. Like you guys would probably make amazing dance partners for sure because together you guys also have a trine in your sinistry chart, which is pretty amazing. Wow. Like that's, that's just like super just ease and comfort. And if you guys actually got together, like you guys would probably just fit each other like a glove, you know, it would just be effortless. And the moon is sextiling the sun as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really wow. nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, I feel like every fan would think that about themselves, that like if they would sit with that celebrity that they obsessed with, like they'll just become best friends. But I had several dreams. My Mercury is in Pisces, so I feel like my dreams are definitely like 100% true. <laughs> so <laughs> I had several dreams where I was Britney's best friend, so... Oh my god. I think you were. You also have your Venuses trying each other too. Oh my god. Oh wow. And your Mars. Oh my god. This is crazy. Oh my god. You know, and that's an interesting thing because I bet every fan, while they may think that, the planets are lined up for you and Brittany. This is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. There's still hope for me to meet her and become the, her best friend. Well, maybe oh, totally. it's for her, though, you know? I mean, she's the one that probably needs to be grounded, you know, and like... With your, with your earth energy. Mm. It's true. We can both be good for each other. That's true friendship. It's like we mm -hmm. both get out of it something. Yeah. Mutually mm -hmm. beneficial. Mm -hmm. Yes. Your Mercury opposes her Venus and your Mars opposes her Mercury. So I imagine that if you guys were to communicate with each other, it would be very passionate, lively, and probably also very like affectionate as well. Yeah, but I, I'd win the, the argument. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Because of Let's my Mars. Let's be clear. Mars, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and you're both fire Good. signs. We didn't even talk about that. You know, you're an Aries. And oh, yeah. Uh, it's oh. true. Yeah, and the Aquarius know, yeah. rising. You have the, she has Aquarius moon. Yes. You know, we look to synastry to look at compatibility and not just compatibility, but like chemistry between two people, like how they like would interact with each other and what kind of energy would be brought about when you bring two individuals together, like how the two people's energies like would play together. And because you and Brittany have this beautiful earth trine, I feel like you guys would make the 
bestest of friends because earth is like the epitome of loyalty and commitment and devotion like when you tell someone you're there like an earth sign totally means it and like they will be there forever like till the death and you guys have this beautiful effortless earth trine and that to me speaks like commitment and just like camaraderie and loyalty and just contentment you could like build a beautiful foundation of a relationship together and then you have like this double whammy of like the mercury opposing your mars and your mercury opposing her venus so if you guys were to be talking to each other i can totally picture like a very like loving passionate like fun and evocative sort of banter between the two of you guys oh my god that sounds like the you're describing like my ideal fantasies oh <laughs> yay <laughs> Yeah, this just tells me how cool it is that synastry really works. Like the fact that you guys have an exact conjunction between her Venus and your Mars, that is like one of the best indicators of synastry aspects. Like best chemistry ever, you know? Like is you guys Is it my Mars and her Venus or the other way around? You're right. Your Mars and her Venus in Capricorn. That's really cool. Yeah, and just like astrological was saying the fact that you guys are both fire suns like you guys would probably have so much fun together and we all know how much fun Britney is and she's so out of the box because she has so much like Uranus influence yes Yeah. yeah. And you know how earlier you were saying that like you kind of channel Britney's ability to like be so out there in the open with all her like freedom loving nature and as you can see in your guys' synastry those are all in your 10th house that intersected 10th house. So she's kind of like your muse like quite literally. Like she is the embodiment and the release of that energy that you are like really focused on in this lifetime. Yeah. in your midheaven that's amazing that's so cool yeah. and true astrology is real what can i say i know right i know to all those skepticals <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much firstly for having me but also for putting the effort and time to actually read my chart and compare it to britney like it's not a given it's been such a pleasure to just be here and also meet you and get to know you but also yeah. hear all the all your insight oh my god thank you so much for letting us look at your guys's synastry this was so much fun and you're so awesome like you are so yeah. sweet you know there was a part of me that was nervous like oh he's a fanboy like this will be great you know like we can just see the synastry but when all of these things are actually indicating like the most yeah. ideal synastry chemistry yeah, seriously and like the grand i'm almost kind of like wow you know because i was kind of expecting <laughs> just a standard like okay maybe this is why you're into britney maybe but then it's like it's <laughs> so funny to to see so much compatibility effortless compatibility like as your first things that you see i think speaks volumes about what this layering of charts actually means you know yeah oh my god totally Like it wasn't a random coincidence, you know? Like there really is a reason why you chose Britney to be like the love of your life. That's amazing. Yeah. That's crazy. I wonder what your dream is crazy. like now. <laughs> wow, I I'm so excited. Usually it's just me babysitting her kids to be honest. <laughs> 
but, but that's the best friend thing, you know, like that's, yeah, there's no yeah. greater support. I mean, your yeah. kids are, well, an extension of you. Yeah. Yep. Aww. Until next time. But the stars in the sky www.sapitton.com for a sinistry reading between you and a friend, lover, relative or colleague. You must know the birth date, exact birth time and birth location of both individuals in order to have a sinistry reading.